0: Hey, hey, Jesus people, welcome to Keto in Christ. I'm your host, Andrea Curry, and this is Micah Martinez. She'll be on with me today, sharing a bit of her testimony and her background. Before we get into it, let's just open in a word of prayer. Micah, would
1: you like to open us? Sure. All right. Not really, but. <laughs> <laughs> let's pray, let's pray, let's pray. God, we thank you for this evening. God, we just thank you for this friendship, Lord. Thank you for this time, this opportunity this platform you've given Andrea Lord God to glorify you in in this way Lord um and we pray exactly that tonight Lord that you would be glorified in the things that we say and do and talk about Lord let it be you that is magnified Lord God um and we we pray that all the glory would go to you God um bless us Lord bless this time bless the people listening in Jesus name amen amen is this live like are we live
0: we're on we're on we're not like live no no (laughs) There's nobody watching us right this second, but they will be okay. soon enough. Oh, wait. So it is live. It's recording right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> we're not on air. Oh, I thought um, we on air. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I love to make people uncomfortable and make them pray um, when they don't know they're going to. So Super thank you. <laughs> thank you for coming and uh, for opening us in prayer. And why don't you tell the people a little mm-hmm. bit about yourself? Who
1: are, are you who am I? <laughs> <Pa Mulan>. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Micah. I've been friends with Andrea for what two, yeah, three, two, th- two
0: years. Almost is it three years?
1: I want to say like maybe close to three years, yeah.
0: Um, I think we met in September of 2021, so actually, Three. Oh, yeah, like
1: um, yeah, uh, but but yeah, uh, <laughs> I. I actually am not originally from here. (laughs) I'm originally from the Philippines. I grew up in Saudi Arabia, stayed there for 10 years, went back to the Philippines for college, and then I came here six years ago. Um, What else do you want to know from me? (laughs) Social security. So what's your
0: background um in regards to like your relationship with Christ? When did you when did you first make that decision to to come to Jesus as your savior? Let's start there.
1: Okay. Uh so I grew up in a Christian home. Um so some people know exactly the dates of like, oh, I gave my life to Christ on such and November, such a day. blah blah blah, right? May eleventh two thousand There you go, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> so I don't have that because I feel like mine was so again, I grew up in a Christian home, mm-hmm. so it's been It's been communicated. It's been taught. Like, as we were growing up, probably we weren't even talking. And, you know, as babies, they were talking to us about Jesus. I don't know if that made a difference. Probably. (laughs) I think so. Like, you know, it must have been there. But um, as far as I can remember, like, we've always been in church. The understanding of the gospel just grows more and more. Um, I did go to, we call it, um, Encounter God Retreat and it's like an overnight thing uh you have this retreat that I was I was about whew, really young I think maybe nine or ten mm-hmm. around that age I would say so um I can't say exactly for sure that oh that's the day that I gave my life to Christ because again I think I understood it pretty early on in mm-hmm. life but the understanding of it just gets deeper and deeper even until now I think I'm still learning more and more about it
0: And I think that's the the thing about Christianity in general. We're always learning more and (laughs) more.
1: It never stops. It doesn't matter
0: how many years you've known him or how long you've known him, whether you've known him when you were a child or you just met him like yesterday, you're going to be learning more about him the rest of your life. It's like once you think that you've hit a plateau, it's like all of a sudden he brings something new. Yes. A new revelation. You open up the word and you're like, wow,
1: I've never seen that before. (laughs) Whoops. Or or I've seen that before. It didn't sound like that before. Yeah. (laughs) But, yes, that's true. And that um, was in Saudi Arabia or... That was in Saudi Arabia. I okay. went to Saudi when I was six.
0: Okay. Yeah. And how was it, like, living over there as a Christian?
1: So, obviously, it's a Muslim country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was there when I was six. I didn't really think of it much. Like, oh, like, you know, we actually could get in trouble doing what we're doing. Uh, but I do remember we were in, like, basement churches. Mm-hmm. Um, there were times when, like, the government is... On some high alert, I don't know what's happening. Something's always happening, right? But we would still go to church. We couldn't clap though, so like they teach us how to clap like this. (laughs) Um, For those of
0: you that are just listening, so it's just basically like making an X motion with your hands. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't touch. They don't touch each other.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's like that. Or we would have like a stereo play, um, like music playing by the door. Mm -hmm. um, That's that's playing some other music. Cause we were worshiping inside mm-hmm. and then we'd have like the egg trace around the whole. So, and it was houses too. Cause obviously you can't like rent a church. Right. right. So it would be, um, is that, does that mean time's up? <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was my work computer. I honestly don't know what, what would just happen to it, but, but yeah,
1: but yeah. So, but, but growing up like that though, it felt very normal. Cause again, mm-hmm. I started when I was six. So right. it's, it's almost like, Oh, this is what's normal for me. Um, but again growing up we'd go back to the Philippines and I'm like, "Oh, people are worshipping outside here." <laughs> I'm like, "Ah, they're allowed." And then you know, my parents would would explain it. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, I was there for 9/11. <laughs> we just got there. Uh we we arrived in Saudi Arabia June 2020. what was that? 2001. 2001, yeah. 2001. And then all these crazy things happening like a few months later. Uh, but again, didn't think much of it. Um I don't know if I was just like innocent or, and ignorant about it, or like, I think much of it has to do with the, the peace that God gave my parents, mm-hmm. um, that later on, like, you know, kind of transferred into us. Because, like, what I, I could just I can only imagine, like, what thoughts they had. Yeah, like, we just brought them here, and now, like, we're getting <laughs> those were bomb noises for anybody who, <laughs> if you couldn't hear it. We could actually, like, see it from our, from Wait, our window. Do I have? Do I have a bomb noise? I have gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but, but yeah, so, and then I went back to the Philippines for college, mm-hmm. uh, just a brief time. College was, what, four, four and a half years, maybe? And then I was waiting a little bit to get here.
0: And for, for those of you who don't know, because I mean, plenty of people who are watching probably don't know our friendship, but we actually met um, because of the worship team at church. Yeah. And so when, when did you start worshiping? Was that while you were still in Saudi Arabia, while you were in college or when you got here?
1: Yes. So here's them,
0: a, at some point, you got to tell them the base story. because That's like one of my favorite stories. The base story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's the thing about Saudi Arabia, too. It's, um, it's it's not but like it's close off. Like mm-hmm. you know, they're not liberated people. Like everything is like you. It's you think it's dangerous. You're always thinking like, oh, this could happen. Especially if you're a girl, mm-hmm. and we were young girls, like still back then. Uh, so we really couldn't do anything else. Like we couldn't really go out that much unless we're with my family, like with my parents. Uh, so the only places I could go to was like school, mm-hmm. at home, the malls. Like you know, my my dad would take me, and church. And the church was like very close to school so every time we would be like school church house <laughs> like it, it was almost routine uh and then we would and the people there too so they're far from their families so like people like to gather together um mm-hmm. as as a community so all the time because like yeah Arabia. yes yes and a lot of like most of them were filipinos too that i was interacting with but again they're fighting homesickness like you know i had my my immediate family there but some of them were like there by themselves Mm -hmm. and so we were always just hanging out together in the church um so basically i grew up really in ministry uh i grew up i i kind of like was in the dance group for a little bit wow (laughs) So why I weren't you know. dancing with me don't during VBS? No, I guess uh, I was. What are you talking about? <laughs> no,
0: I mean like on the stage. So uh, we just finished up VBS over at church this past week yeah. and I ended up being the worship leader dancer person. My first ever time leading, leading dance worship, like singing yeah. and leading worship is one thing, but like that was my first time ever doing dance worship. Um, I was sharing a little bit with the kids on Sunday because yeah. we were talking about, you know, stepping outside of your comfort zone for Christ. And I was like, dude, that was so far outside of my comfort zone. And <laughs> out of all the things that I did, like I don't know, summer, you look comfortable. <laughs> I did. I, well, that, that's because I put, on, I put on freckles and I just gave myself a persona <laughs> that yeah. was comfortable with that. Um, but deep in down down inside, I was like, I gotta go dance on stage right yeah. now. Ah. <laughs> um, because it's just not something that I normally do i don't yeah. like i don't like dancing on stage although now i feel like i feel i'm gonna feel more free once i'm actually worshiping on stage to like really move yeah and like worship the lord because now it's like broken out of me um but uh maybe i'll even break out some dance moves from from uh everything.
1: bbs <laughs>
0: yeah everything to me
1: <laughs> yes um, so i actually started like dancing. Uh-huh. There was tambourines, there was ribbons, there were banners. All we need those some swords. tambourines there, in, in Gateway. And <laughs>
0: Allison's listening. And Pastor were, Mike. We need some um, tambourines. We a lot to... of
1: interpreted dance. Um but yeah, so that's where that's that was like my sort of my first ministry. Um and then I got into like the transportation ministry. Did you ever have the flag? Yes, there were flags, there were ribbons.
0: I love um, it. I haven't seen anybody dance with a flag in so long. And that's insane. Um, we need to get we need to get Micah a flag immediately no, no. Oh. he's booing I, didn't see booing. I no <laughs> wait
1: no we're cheering oh slapping that. maybe slapping could have worked for the co- oh never mind it was bombs you were looking for earlier <laughs> I was you thinking love, the, um, that I was thinking out. the <laughs> <for bombs> earlier. <laughs> so yeah. the man you hear in the
0: background is Greg he'll be on um, a later Shortly. episode yeah. of Keto and Christ. Uh, that's Micah's man. We shipped him Pastor from New Greg, Jersey. a.k.a. Micah's man. <laughs>
1: He'll be on with I us guess. in a bit. Um,
0: yeah. So you were dancing.
1: I was dancing. I was in the transportation ministry. Most of you don't know what that is. But again, in Saudi Arabia, very strict, um, like female and male first people who yeah. are not married can't be together in a car or even in a public place if, you know, if they're not married. So it had to be like two couples picking up um, single women, mm-hmm. but it could also be like a cu- um, like my dad for example, with with, a with kid. his daughter, yeah, which was me. So like we would pick up people and stuff like that. Uh, I pretty right. much rotated around these ministries, um, and then we had. Uh... And she hasn't stopped rotating around
0: ministries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then we, I tr- I'm trying not to. <laughs> uh, and then we had. Uh, so the church that I was in kind of like split. And this is where like the music ministry kind of like comes in. Mm-hmm. Um so because we did it in youth group but I was, I was just like singing kind of when I wanted to. Uh so the church split and all the were all the what do you call it the volunteers mm-hmm. were, like went to the other half of the split. Right? So basically there were little to none um volunteers in the church that we kind of stayed in and so just one day like the pastor was like hey do you know how to sing i'm like yes (laughs) um and and he was like can you sing a can you sing a song and and so i sang one song and then and 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 he was very honest he was like i think we could still develop it but you can He like you know um who sang that song and then i i said the name of like one worship leader in the church mm-hmm. <laughs> like i don't know who sang that song he sang that song <laughs> uh, but anyway so and then one time and then my brother played guitar too um so we had him playing the mm-hmm. guitar and then my uncle kind of like knew how to play pretty much all the instruments
0: so the family just became the worship team
1: yeah so he was like hey who wants to learn the piano i will teach i will like do a lesson or something and like the piano is like the least thing i want to learn because i'm like it's not cool (laughs) i'm like i want the drums i want the guitar and stuff like that but uh that's what he was teaching so i'm like okay fine i'll just join because i i'm here i got nothing better to do Mm -hmm. so that's how i first like touched the piano so that's where i started um i was playing piano for them um i was leading worship in church uh as a worship leader at 16 uh, Mm -hmm. 15 i think actually 15 yeah before i went back to the philippines um and so that's that's how i got into music i went back to the philippines i played in my uncle's church also um and and kind of led worship there too Mm -hmm. and and then i got here and then i did the same thing for one church in in new jersey as soon as i got here my mom always just like goes to like I don't know whoever's in charge and like my ch- my kid plays this and sings that and whatever. <laughs> and and so like she always just like throws mama. throws us out there. Uh so all that to say, that's that's like I got here and I was set already, I was doing mm-hmm. that. COVID happened, um, and that church we were attending was in New Jersey. So we couldn't go there. I mean we could we couldn't go anywhere really yeah. during COVID.
0: Nobody um, could <laughs> nobody could go anywhere. Yeah, so we
1: started doing church in our house.
0: Yeah, it's an unfortunate thing because I feel like that uh affected uh, some churches for for the positive I think because yeah. they they started doing online services which opened up the gospel and sharing the word with a larger audience, maybe right. people who wouldn't necessarily walk into a church. Um but it also it really um hurt a lot of churches too. Like I know that there's still a lot of churches who are recovering yeah. from trying to even get people to come back in the doors even even if they had like a flourishing you know congregation prior to covid like now they have nothing yeah. um and they're still working you know to, to build that back up so you know if you need a church go to your local church don't yeah. just watch online they need people you need community
1: yes it's different too yeah um obviously if you're not able to then you know it's right. understandable but if you can I, like i would strongly strongly encourage that as well so anyway covid happened couldn't go anywhere Um, We eventually had to say goodbye to that church. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one time, like, it wasn't one time, actually. We would go to, like, Target over here near your place. Mm -hmm. And the exit, going back to our house, you pass by Gateway Mm -hmm. all the time. And so my aunt just, like, we were still in the other church. And just one time joke, like, hey, why are we going to New Jersey? Let's just, like, go to church in Staten Island. We're from Staten Island. Um, And that was, like, way back. And then my mom saw online that uh, Gateway was Gateway was doing, um, like I think it was like an outdoor.
0: It was an outdoor worship worship event because I remember that too. I was curious about it and I was gonna go.
1: It was a wouldn't dry... it have been funny? Because like... you
0: guys missed it, too. But wouldn't we missed it have been funny it. if we were all there? We missed it. I missed it, too. I, I was, like, so excited when I saw, like, a flyer
1: for it. But yeah. I was a week too late. <laughs> exactly. The same thing. My mom was like, hey, let's go. Let's check this out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, sure. Because at that point, we were already praying for another mm-hmm. church. Because, um, again, we had to say goodbye to the, the other one. So we were praying for another church. And then she was like, oh, let's check this church out. They have a worship event on Saturday." And I look at the date. I'm like, that's last Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so we couldn't go. Uh, but short, shortly after that, then they start reopening the churches. Mm-hmm. And that's when we had first gone to Gateway, I think, was when they first reopened mm-hmm. in July 2020.
0: Which is when I first started going there, too. I, I probably started going really yeah. like, that, that first or second we, week of July.
1: We didn't meet each other until, like, April, though, or around mm. March of, of, of year 2021 after. Yeah.
0: yeah well because when I first started going to Gateway I was still like
1: in it's, and out she was lukewarm <laughs> yeah I wasn't <laughs>
0: lukewarm don't put it like that don't put it like that that sounds so bad <laughs> no I'm okay, um, to take it back I, I was uh, I wasn't in the, uh, the best <laughs> I wasn't in the best place with my relationship with God. So um, when I first started going back, like I wanted to go every week, but I was like scared to go every week because I had been really hurt by the church previous Mm -hmm. that I was at. And I've forgiven them now. I love them. You know, things happen. And I think a lot of times when when something happens um, with people, especially in the church, a lot of times the reason we're so offended by it is because we're holding them to an expectation that we shouldn't be holding them to. Right. You know, so. Um, Once I removed those expectations of them, I was able to like forgive them and understand where they were coming from in the whole situation. Um, But at the time, I was still like hurting from all of that. So I was scared to go to church because I know how much I love people. And I was like, if I start going to this church, it's only a matter of time before I'm going to start getting involved. Mm -hmm. And when I would go to church, God would be like, hey, so I want you to get involved. And I was like, no, (laughs) absolutely not. So even like that first Sunday, I remember when I went in um, and because it was like right after COVID, they still had the chairs that were like by themselves. You know how everything was separated? Yeah. So I had to sit in one of those individual chairs because I was an individual and I was going to church by myself.
1: (laughs) Yeah. They had like four. If you're a family of four. Yeah. They had like different sizes. Because you had to sign up, I remember. So they knew exactly what to put out. And
0: I was like, oh, so I have to go. (laughs) Everybody needs to know right now that I'm alone. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got nobody to call my own. Um. So I'm sitting there in church by myself, and I remember the very first message that Pastor Mike preached was mm-hmm. actually from a passage of scripture that my ex-husband used to use to abuse me. Mm. And I, like, was squirming in my chair. I was like, oh, man, I need to get out of here. Like, I was ready to run out the yeah. door. And then out of nowhere, Pastor Mike just stopped, and he was like, I feel like I have to put out a disclaimer right now and just say that this passage has been used to abuse people, and that's not what it's for. And I like calmed down in my chair. And then I was just, I, I remember just looking up and being like, You did that, didn't you? <laughs> like, he, he was definitely like, Shh, Come here, Pastor Mike, uh, I need you to say something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the girl's gonna leave. Calm her down, calm her down. Um, take it back. And then, yeah, take it back, take it back. And I felt much more comfortable after that. And I especially like hearing him say that. I was like, Okay, I could listen to this man preach because clearly, like, you know, he's not going to say anything that's going to be in error or whatever i mean again i tested it after that because that was only week one yeah you've been tested he keeps saying (laughs) keep keep plugging though (laughs) yes keep plugging um but so after that like i would come um every as as often as i could but like the first i would say like two or three months that i was coming i was having a lot of issues going more so because of that whole unforgiveness thing there was Mm -hmm. a whole period of time where i was just refusing to take communion Um, Because we you know how we do communion the first of every month. Yeah. And for those first three months, I was like, I'm not going to take communion. I know that I haven't forgiven these people. I know that, like, if I take this right now, I'm taking it unworthily. And I was just like, all right, Lord, I'm just not going to take it. I would still take the cup because (laughs) there's like almost like a little bit of embarrassment if you're being honest in church. I feel like when it comes to that stuff.
1: Yeah, do you know what I mean? I got uh, yeah. I, so I got they would offer
0: me the cup, and I would still take it because I was like, I I don't want them to know that I'm not taking communion, <laughs> but I'm not gonna take it. <laughs> the Lord's gonna know I didn't take it. Um, and I had just had like a little gathering of cups here in my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that first time that I I took communion, uh, it was awesome. It Was right after Sandy Epstein had come. You remember oh, that first yes. time that she came that breakfast, yeah? Um, and she had that whole thing about like but letting god. go and yeah but god um <laughs> it, <yeah. laughs> she chickened out of getting the tattoos with us um yeah i'm calling you out um anyway uh she had this whole thing about she had rocks on the table and i remember she was like all right i want you guys to take a moment and just pray after she had given her message and she was like you know what um whatever you guys aren't forgiving she's like i want you to take this rock i want you to go before god and then if you're ready to I want you to bring this rock to the cross and I want you to put it down, I want you to let it go. Whether it has to do with forgiveness, whether it has to do with a sin that you're giving up, whatever it is, I want you to take this rock and if you're ready, only if you're ready, I want you to put it down and let it go. And I remember picking up that rock and being like, okay, you know what, Lord, I forgive them, I'm ready. I have <laughs> been toiling with this, I've been like half in and out with you and I know it's because of this, mm-hmm. so I wanna let it go. And I forgave them that day and the communion was like right after that like that sunday was the first sunday of the month and i took communion for the first time in months and it was amazing
1: you um, said no thank you when they were giving you i have ten at home
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna do my own communion at home like i'm gonna do like three or four in a row just, yeah. to-, <laughs> catch up. just to catch up on the ones i missed um, but it was it was really amazing to, to like, have that opportunity and that chance to kind of forgive them and then grow in my relationship with God because of it. Yeah. Um, Because he was calling me to get more involved. And that's eventually how I ended up meeting you yes. after weeks of him arguing with me. So now I was going to church every single day. And every single Sunday he was like, I want you to join the worship team. And I was like, nah. And he kept putting Allison in front of me. One day she even walked down off the stage, which, you know, you've been going there for years. That's, like, very rare for her to walk down the stage. She usually just walks off the stage. Yeah. And so one Sunday, she literally just walked down, and she was literally right in front of me. And the Lord was like, there she there she is. There's your chance. Talk to her. And I just choop, turned right around and walked right out the door. I was like, nope, not going to do it. And then eventually, I did. And then... Yeah. Well, Allison
1: <laughs> did the same thing to me. Uh, which was funny because we had attended church mm-hmm. again July 20, 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh so we went Sunday and then by like Wednesday she's calling me and and she's like do you want to volunteer for the worship team? I'm like um <laughs> <laughs> so my thoughts were and at that time was first was we're trying to the, the church out like you know we want to make sure okay they're teaching the bible first and yes. foremost <laughs> um that uh, is kind of important you want to make sure that the church you're going yes. to is preaching the bible like and then the message went well that sunday mm-hmm. you know but we're looking at values we're looking at um doctrine and beliefs yeah. and so we're st- we were still in the process of doing that she texted actually she she called i didn't answer it then she texted <laughs> um and so i didn't respond to her and I think I didn't respond up on like she texted again in September and I'm like okay now like you know I think I think we're at peace with with this Mm -hmm. church um but my struggle then was this is a bigger church than where I was from like before this and so the stage is so much bigger there's so many more people Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm only like my talents can only take me to the smaller churches. That like these were my thoughts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, i and although like worship is not all about like you know yeah. being talented and whatever, you still I I think even
0: though she plays like every single instrument <laughs> in, and she could just like pick basic, it up and basic, learn it in basic. in like five minutes. But yes, continue.
1: But uh, I think like wh- whatever ministry it is you're in, right? You still have to have some sort of skill mm-hmm. level in whatever that is. And and we're going to have this ministry fair in Gateway in a, a few weeks from now. And it's literally called... Find September 10th. <laughs> I mean, Shameless this podcast, this podcast <laughs> comes out plug. beforehand. <laughs> so if you're looking for a
0: church and you're in Staten Island, you could come on out to Gateway. We're having a fair and slash barbecue. Yes. September 10th at 12.30 p.m. is the barbecue and the fair. We'll also we'll have a fair to church in between first services. Yes, we oh, yeah, have nine thirty service. We have an eleven o'clock service. Yeah. We'll be there, so you'll already have a couple of friends and familiar faces. Yes. Yeah. Um. But yeah, come on out and join us and find out if there's a ministry there for you to fit into. But yeah, go ahead.
1: But yeah, it's literally called find your fit. So like, I feel like wherever your fit is, yeah, God will equip you to, you know, do what you have to do in that area. Uh. But but again, that that was my struggle. Then I'm like, oh no, I'm not like. Equipped. you know I'm not as equipped as I think I should have been um but I'm like but she said you know no commitment or whatever just check out our practice and I'm like okay I'll check out your practice (laughs) and she was like what do you play what do you play she's like can you play the keys can you sing I'm like everybody sings (laughs) and and so like you know she's like so we don't actually have a bass player right now and she's like do you know how to play bass lines on the piano and I said, sure, yeah, I can do that because um, bass literally is just like one notes mm-hmm. if you're playing basic bass. Um, so, I'm, so I'm like playing like one note each of like what the chord would be for the bass and I'm playing on the lower part of the piano and set it to like a bass. <laughs> set it to a bass, um, what do you call that setting or yeah. whatever. Anyway, so that's what I was doing and I was doing it and I'm like, this is, this feels so weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this is like the funny story because like I go home It this literally this was, is the
0: story I was saying this literally was the, the same story. the
1: same week Uh, and so I go down the basement because our laundry room is in the basement in my house I was doing my laundry I see a guitar bag
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'm like ooh I've never seen that before <laughs> so I look at it and it's a bass guitar and and so I play I play guitar so i i have an idea of where like the chords would fall into a bass guitar mm-hmm. somehow so i feel like i just need like a one crash course youtube crash course and i feel like you know and there's like three four songs to learn for sunday i'm like i think i can pull it off so i'm like but but like whose is this <laughs> i'm like whose bass is this it's god's bass. so i went to my brother i'm like <laughs> i'm like yo there's a bass in the basement and and i'm like is that yours he's like no that's um one of our uncles like yeah i'm like what's it doing there because he hasn't been there in a while it's like an uncle from the other church mm-hmm. remember COVID happened and and all of these things happened so i'm like okay why why do we have his guitar and he's like oh he left it like sometime months ago mm. and i'm like oh okay so i text this uncle of ours i'm like hey can i borrow your guitar on sunday like you know to play in 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 the church and he's like yeah sure you know use it whatever and so i text allison i'm like hey allison how do you like what do you think about me playing the actual bass bass Mm -hmm. for a sunday um and she's like you know how (laughs) and i'm like not really but like i'm gonna learn it this week send me the songs and i will youtube it um literally youtube like has taught me many things (laughs) um so thank you to people who upload their videos <laughs> but yeah so I'm like okay I'm like, I'll, I'll try to learn it I'm, and I told her I'm like if I think I can't do it then I'll let you know and we'll stick with the piano thing uh, but so I brought the bass guitar it worked out a few months later I bought my own mm-hmm. uh, even though that uncle of ours said keep using it you know I don't need it for now I have another one right here mm-hmm. uh, but that was sh- like those are the moments where when you know that you know, God's calling you to one place, yeah, and he's like, "I've laid everything out for you. All you have to do is like say yes and do it and yeah. And I'm like, eh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fine, <laughs> but but yeah, so and and right now, I still do the same thing like mm-hmm. i I still like I try to like be sensitive to it because then another bass player came, so Mike came and and it's and it's amazing, because um, like the band's just getting fuller and fuller, and so now they're like play the piano and and so lately i've been playing the piano and it's and i feel like when wherever they put me again like i barely like i'm like no expert at all i'm not trying to be like humble or anything mm-hmm. like i would know basic things right and yeah. then the rest is just like you know youtube and and, and practice this is you know when they say <laughs> hard work beats talent when talent's not working hard it's <laughs> just literally this because like i have like Not saying, like, not talented with with this, you know, because people would be like, oh, you play it. But, like... um...
0: But I think, like, you know, you know your skill level no matter what it is that you're doing. Like, I I, I love to sing, but I know that I'm not as good of a singer as Allison. Like, I know that I don't have that same vocal range. You know, I'm I'm familiar... Like, I know that that's not... And I also play a little, like, very little guitar, and I'm not good at it at all. So... (laughs) So before Allison gets any ideas, I'm still not ready for the stage. <laughs> but, you know, you you know, when you play something, you know, the difference between whether or not like you're, you know, as good as somebody who's been playing for 25 yeah. years, you know, but it doesn't mean that you're not talented in it. Because yes. those type of things, especially yes. like musical instruments, it, it like takes time to learn it, them.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. So I've been... I think, I mean, in, in
0: terms of like giftedness with musician, m- musicians with musical instruments like you're you're fairly talented because i mean you could pick up any instrument and kind of get it quickly even if it's just a basic level and that's a talent all of all in itself Yes, yeah. you know
1: that's what i say though i'm like my talent is not like musical instruments or anything i think it's like picking it up and learning a few things about it and yeah like <laughs> and like getting to like play uh but that's one thing also that we kind of like preach to ourselves as mm-hmm. like being there up on stage. Yeah. It's like it that's not really what it's about. Mm-hmm. While yes, you have to do your due diligence in like practicing the songs, listening mm-hmm. to the songs. Um at the end of the day, we're humans and we possibly as good as we can possibly get will still be making mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um but, but that's like, you know, we're worship team. That's not what God is after anyway. Um and that's not what we're there for. Like you right. know um so that's that's one thing. So like now they like place me in, in piano. I play the piano. Mm-hmm. Um our guitar player takes a month break and and I look at Alice and I'm like, Do you want me to play the guitar? And she's like, Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, Okay, good. Call, whatever, you know, I'll do it. Um so yeah, that pretty much is like my story with, with music ministry and how we we getting into it and like we meet um through that. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have, like, a a, a verse or something, like, something that the Lord spoke to you that, like, stands out to you when it comes to, like, worshiping him or just, I mean, in general?
1: Yes. So, my, uh, is it go-to? No, it's kind of, like, my reminder verse for myself Mm -hmm. always is Romans 12, verse 1. Uh, I think I pulled it up for you because I know you were going to ask me that. (laughs) 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 Yes. So Romans 12, verse 1, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Mm-hmm. And I've told the – so we volunteer in youth ministry also, mm-hmm. um, if she hasn't spoken about it beforehand. Uh, and and I lead worship there as well with the kids on Wednesdays. Uh, and I tell them this often as well mm-hmm. because, well, they're learning their craft. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're singing, they're playing instruments, and I'm, I'm pretty much doing the same thing. And as, like, as jittery as we are, as anxious as we are learning these things so that we could do the best we can when we worship with these songs, I'm like, that's the same way we should be
0: walking out, of walking our, out our, yes, our mm-hmm. faith
1: in Christ as living sacrifices, because that's what it means. Like, you mm-hmm. know, worship in, like, through songs is just one part of our worship to God. Yes. Like, there's so many other things you can right now you know <laughs> like us like you using this platform um to to spread the gospel talk about god um talk about these things like th- this is your yeah, act of worship form, yeah. yes uh so i'm like yo this is just like one part of it like yeah. if you if this is how anxious you are in other areas of your life like you know then that's great like mm-hmm. you know if if not anxious in a way that you're like yeah, always not, scared I know I know what you but, mean but like the the anxi- like the the excited jittery
0: anxiousness like that like of doing something new or doing something exciting or doing something you love not like the anxious like I'm depressed I want to stay in bed all day
1: yes but also doing <laughs> just do, to clarify doing what you like and being excited about it but yeah. also at the same time like, wanting
0: to do it the best you can and being nervous that you're gonna fall short
1: yes like you know mm-hmm. walking in in, in that um so because again I've been associated with like music and playing the guitar and whatever sometimes I get pulled like on Sundays and they're like oh like you know you oh you play the guitar today so so beautifully or whatever whatever it may be the piano um like I try to like just recalibrate my heart and myself to Roman twelve one, one just one part of it yeah <laughs> like you know <laughs> like and do, you, that do, you do you do that in, your, in the other area you do that yeah you do that when you're loving Greg, or when you're loving your family, then 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 you're good. Like not you're not you're good. But like, you know, then you're doing what you're supposed to do. Right, right. Because our worship,
0: you know, when we're worshiping and we're worshiping him in spirit and truth in every part of our our lives. That's when our our bodies become a living sacrifice. Because Mm -hmm. it's not just when we're in front of people. And you know, as you mentioned, we, we work with the youth and everything on Sundays. Um, we teach them me and um, another person that we volunteer with, and yeah, that other person, <laughs> that other person. Um, <laughs> well, I, I now I feel bad that I didn't mention his name. So his name is Jason. Anyway, so me and Jason teach on Sundays. Is that better now? Yes. <laughs> um, and this Sunday in particular, you know, we were we were talking to the kids, and we were talking about you know um, living for God and being an example to him in front of people who don't know him. And and even people who do know him, like living an example of Christ in your everyday life. Um, And I just, the Lord just put it heavy on my heart to talk to them about what they do in private as well. Mm. You know, because at the end of the day, you could have all these things outwardly. You could have a great show of righteousness in front of people. But eventually, if you're living in sin in the private places in your heart, if when you're alone with God, you're not actually seeking him. You're going and you're doing other things, um, whether that's drugs, alcohol, you know, lusting after people, whatever it is that you're doing in secret, those things eventually come to light through your behavior and your actions right. in the public, you know. Um, and, and that's why it's so important to um, following after that. I believe it's, it's Romans 12, 2, where it says to re- constantly renew your mind. Yes. Um, by by reading the Word of God and it's so important to do that because it's through spending that time with God that we're able to live out as living sacrifices in every area of our life and not just those public areas Mm -hmm. when we're in front of people because sometimes that could be the easier place to do because it's like especially if you're in front of strangers it could be easy to be up on a stage every Sunday and put on a persona oh yeah you know um, like I mentioned before like (laughs) For me, for VBS, I was like, all right, I'm a little bit nervous. I don't think Andrea could do this, but maybe if I put some freckles on, and I, now I'm, now I'm. You really you know... did put some freckles. On. I, did, I did. I did really put. Her, her superhero alter ego. My superhero <laughs> alter ego is is Deia. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's the name I was given when I was in Portugal, and. <laughs> I was like, maybe Dea could dance on stage, you know, Andrea, Andrea, yeah. not so much, but Dea, yeah, she got this. And she grew freckles um, overnight and she grew <laughs> freckles overnight more as as Micah liked to point out all week more freckles each day that she saw. me. <laughs> <laughs> I had no pattern. It was just, you know, yeah. put, a, put them on where yeah. they may. but you know those those things could could be easy. It yes. could be easy to put on a persona of righteousness, but ultimately, God knows your heart. Ultimately, God knows when you're actually doing something onto him or if you're doing it for a claim, if you're doing it just for people to be like, wow, they're so great. And those things, you know, there's a verse in the Bible, and I feel like whenever I quote it, people get nervous because they're like, oh, no. Um, but for me, it's always an encouragement because I feel like it pushes me to go before God and ask him to search me. But it says in the Bible that anything that's done in the dark will be revealed in the light. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: but, you know, it, it's... it's um A terrifying verse, but it's also a beautiful verse to me because it it calls us to have some accountability before God and have accountability before each other because we know that if we aren't living the right way, eventually God is not going to let us live in that darkness forever, especially if you're a child of God, Mm -hmm. especially if you're desiring to go after him. He's eventually going to pull the rug out from underneath you not to um, shame you or to guilt you, but to bring you to a point of forgiveness and redemption and reconciliation with him. Right. You know, um, so it's it's important to know that, like, living as a living sacrifice to him goes so much deeper than, as you were yes. saying, uh, what you're doing in one particular area or, or facet of your life. It has to trickle down into every single area. Uh, even for you loving Greg. I know it's difficult. It really is. I appreciate the effort. <laughs> but, yes.
1: Uh, but, yeah. yeah I think I think you you said that very very beautifully also and that was the point of it yeah Um, that like one it's like one part of it and then secondly it is the outward that that people are seeing um but what really matters is what's inside and like I I think ministries that are up front like you know like worship team or like I don't know teaching teaching yeah people like ministries that are seen that are not behind Mm -hmm. the scenes we're prone to that I can I can I can admit to being like you know prone prone to those things like oh I can show good things like you know mm-hmm. when we're up on stage or whatever and they don't have to know like what's going on inside or whatever um but that's that is why like you know just keep reminding myself of this verse and yes, and following second verse is, is attached to that too so like stay the course you know mm-hmm. you, you're worshiping God in one area that's great so, like, you worship God in every area. Mm-hmm. Gonna be, gonna be <laughs> <laughs> That'd be better. That'd be better
0: if you're doing it in every area. And, you know, um, I, I say this every week, and but I'm sure you could probably say it too. Choosing God was probably the best thing that I could have done in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does really just get better with time. And, you know, maybe you're listening today and you have never made that decision yet to follow Christ in your life. Um, Maybe you're listening and you have been uh, walking with God, but maybe you've fallen short. Maybe you're struggling right now. Um, I want to encourage you that there's a God who loves you and Mm -hmm. who wants you to come to him in repentance. Um, So that way you could have that reconciliation I was talking about a moment ago with him, have a relationship with him in every facet of your life. And if you've made that decision um, and you are struggling to find community, please reach out um, to you could reach me on any of my social media platforms, um, and you could also email me at um, keto.end.christ at gmail.com, and I would love to help you get connected to a local church in your area, and if you're from Staten Island, you know, come on out and and come gather with us at Gateway or in one of the other churches we have here. You know, um, the location you go to is only as important as the doctrine that they preach, (laughs) because I don't want to say it doesn't matter where you go because it does kind of matter a little bit. But, but it is so important to have community. So if you are a new believer, if you're questioning things, if you have questions, if you want to ask questions, if you've never come to Christ and um please reach out. Um feel free to contact me and I would love to help you in your next expert Step. <laughs> next steps with Christ. <laughs> um but God bless you. Um I'll be praying for you. Uh thank you, Micah, for, thank for joining you, me and uh, me. you know, for being a great friend for likewise, like three years. Three years. I can't years. even believe it. I feel like I've known her for ever. Ever. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> feel ever. like there was a beginning. Um, but thank you so much for, for being here and thank joining you, me thank and you. For, for sharing your story and your heart. Um uh, I love worshiping and and volunteering with her because i i know just your heart for christ and your heart for the kids and the people at gateway so um yeah i'm excited to see what god is going to do in the future and and through you and what instruments you're going to learn next (laughs) Uh, but god 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 bless you guys i will talk to you soon and have a great day bye 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 jesus people.